When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everybody, it's Matthew Collar here. We're talking Vikings football five days a week on Purple Daily. Available on Apple, Spotify, and the Score North app or wherever you find your podcasts. And look, if you're tight on time right now and you can only listen to one segment from today's show, here it is. Second down and two. Little flip here to Jones. Gets a block. And Jones out in front. They're trying to chase him down. He's inside the 10 and Jones down the sideline. He is in for the touchdown. 67 yards. Got a key early block and off to the races he goes. Okay, so earlier on the show we were talking about coaching decisions that are baffling to me and at the end of that game sage i got a good question from someone on twitter about it um i talk about green bay lost my mind yes green bay and kansas city last night when at the end of the game green bay needs five yards and they send aaron jones out as a wide receiver and the kansas city linebacker is playing seven to eight yards off of him when a five-yard gain ends the game or a 50-yard gain ends the game. Like, there's no difference. If you get five yards, it's over. If he scores a touchdown, it's over. And a run probably gets stopped and ends up being a, a punt. punt right. And it gives the Chiefs a chance, though the odds still probably in Green Bay's favor if they play conservatively, oh, yeah. right? Probably an yeah. 85% chance of winning the game. Probably they, even more. Because if they kneel down, the if they kneel down like the Bears did and punt. <laughs> Kneeling down would not be a good the, idea. The but, but even if they punted, it's probably a 95% chance because Matt Moore would have to drive the whole field and score a touchdown. Yes. So that would be very hard. But, but, but Green Bay, probably like New England, says, you know what? Let's just end this yes. thing. But can you explain why a linebacker would be playing eight yards or seven yards off of the line of scrimmage when five yards ends your game? Well, I can't, I can explain it as in somebody that, so you got to realize this is a defense that is playing man to man coverage at the end of the game. Of course, they were probably expecting a run as well, but sure. you know, just in case, but you got to play man because you're going to have everybody up in there stopping the run. The strong safety is going to cover the tight end man to man, and which makes when the running back goes out into the you know outside lines like a receiver, which is what uh, the Packers had, the linebacker a linebacker has to remove himself from the box right. and go out there and guard uh, the, the running back Aaron Jones. Then Aaron goes in short motion and sort of gets in this almost a stack formation behind the receiver to that side. 
and I believe he was bumped or the corner was up close. Well, in those scenarios, defenders are taught to not be on the same level. So, it, it, because plus, of the rub route, because right? of the rub stuff, yeah. and you can then you can't go over the top and get picked and all these types of things. So they're taught usually to have a separation. So in case Aaron Jones runs a shallow route or you know whatever that uh, he can get through his own guy to get there. So they you know they usually do that. Now sometimes at the end of the games they don't care, but you still can't press a guy who is behind the stationary receiver when they come to a stack formation. So he, so there's really no point of being at the line anyway, right? Also, you're dealing with a situation where a linebacker who has been picked on repeatedly right. in this football game yes. uh, from those quick out routes. They ran this play like three times uh-huh. in the game to a sluggo earlier, which the linebacker just got toasted on a slant and go, which was a beautiful route and beautiful throw uh, by Rogers. So you have a situation where the linebacker is one not used to playing in space like this. Uh, he um, um, you know, is not used to guarding running backs who come into stack formations and knowing that it's third and five and all these things come into it. Plus he's just, I'm sure just scared of Aaron Jones's speed. I mean, right. he is exceptionally fast. I, I am really, really impressed by this running back as you know, he's got like a Le'Veon Bell thing where you can put him out as a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. He's really good in the backfield. He has a little that Dalvin cook, uh, Big time speed where he can really be a game breaker if he just makes, uh, you know, gets through that line and, and gets through a little bit of that secondary. He has got, he's a really, really good football player. So it was a combination of those things. And now the, the only way to really stop that defensively, obviously, is to have a better linebacker in there, which they must not have. Or number two, like maybe try to go nickel or try to go dime or, or whatever and have more of a secondary player in there. Well, then. You know, Green Bay might just line up and run the football for mm-hmm. for five or six yards and end the football game. So you really can't go dime in that situation. You have to stay some sort of regular personnel, which creates this mismatch. And and you know, really, uh, kudos to Matt Lafleur, uh, the head coach for the Green Bay Packers, for having enough guts to say, you know what, let's let's throw the football here where. You know, to end the game uh, and not leave it up to possibly our defense because they've had it's it, listen it's it, you can lose games in the NFL it's amazing that you know, we've seen the Packers do it a few times with Aaron uh, with you know twenty five seconds left backed up in your own end zone uh, mm-hmm. against the Cardinals was that a playoff game yeah. a few years yep. ago I or mean the, the Cardinals, Hail Mary yeah. those that's Hail like Marys, a, th- I think that, I would say it's a ninety nine point eight percent chance the Cardinals were going to win that game and Green Bay won that game I mean just incredible I think Arizona still won it but Green Bay sent it to overtime oh that's it was. Yeah, that's, that's right. It was. That's right. Yeah. So, but either way, that the you know the Packers weren't going to score from their own five yard line or whatever that was. So the the, the Green Bay you know doesn't leave it up anything to, into uh, consideration, and they throw the football and they run a great play that worked a few times in the football game. Okay, let me ask you this before you go: Who is a better football team, the Minnesota Vikings or the Green Bay Packers? On a neutral field, I think they're almost the same. I think the Vikings would win, are going to win at home. And I think that's why Green Bay, uh, you know, you know, won that game at home as well. I actually think that the Vikings are better. I do. I, I think that the early part of the year, uh, Minnesota had some learning curve that, uh, you know, with a young center, the rookie center, mm-hmm. um, with a rookie tight end. Uh, rookie a, play caller, a, too. A rookie play caller. Uh, and I go back and watch the film from the early parts of the year, and it definitely was not as crisp and as precise as things that are, are now. Uh, I, I do think they're better. They're a better team, but you know, one of those scenarios where if they played ten times and the Vikings win six, so these are these are the two teams I believe halfway through the season that are going to be both in the playoffs, and I think they're both going to make a run here. Uh, and the Vikings are obviously one game back, but make a run at this NFC North. I, Chicago, I think, is going to fall out. 
I think they're going to be a five or six win team. Uh, I think Detroit will end up being probably somewhere around 500, maybe a little bit under. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think this is going to be a two-team rate race, uh, the Vikings and Green Bay. And it'll, it'll probably come down to Week 16, Week 17. It is very close, statistically. Um, by expected points added, the Vikings are fifth on offense and the Packers are sixth. By point differential, the Packers are plus 52, the Vikings are plus 79, but the Packers may have faced a little bit tougher competition seeing as that they just played the Chiefs. And even with our guy, Matt Moore, um, the Chiefs are still a pretty darn uh, but, good Probably offense. Matt Moore. You hey, know, he's good. Journeyman, we, we called that. Can we just, do, on Wednesday, can we just get right into Matt Moore's, right. our yes. journeyman? The whole day is journeyman because for I Matt mean, Moore. Matt Moore is a journeyman. He was. I, I went to a, a College World Series game with him two summers ago, and he like a, a year, whatever, a year and a half ago, and he was retired uh, and done playing football, working for the University of or, or Oregon State <laughs> University, and they were playing the College World Series and met up for, him for a cold one and went to the game. And uh, now he's like, out, you know, it wasn't in training camp, no offseason. They signed him beginning of the year, and here he is playing really good football. Uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, you know, amazing. And I listen. I saw some. By the way, I saw some video of uh, Patrick Mahomes in warmups. Mm-hmm. It did not look like a guy that was going to be ready to play a real NFL game and run around and do all the things that he sort of jumped so up either. and around a little bit and he was landing on his opposite. Like he landed, he jumped up one time and landed on his right foot. I think he's telling people and they're telling people, oh, yeah, he's way ahead of schedule. Oh, I'm doing great. If it was a playoff game, I'd be playing. I don't think so. Well, I, I think, I think Matt Moore is starting this week. But some of his value. Is running around. Yes, absolutely. And I don't, from what I saw, he looked very ginger yep. uh, after that game. And, and um, so, you know, I, I guess we'll see, but I would not be surprised if the Vikings see Matt, see, uh, Matt Moore uh, on Sunday. So, do you think uh, that the Vikings are going to win the NFC North then over the Packers? The Packers have most of their games, it's five out of eight on the road in the second half, which is kind of interesting. That is interesting. Um, it might just come down to that Vikings home game. Yeah. Uh, the, the Packers, of course, do have the lead currently. They also just played the Chiefs, which is nice. Um, I'd like to see exactly how their schedule unfolds the rest of the year. I'm, I'm not looking at it per se, but I think it's going to come down to, again, that the Vikings home game uh, and, you know, possibly like a week 17 game, you know, but um, I like the Vikings chances. I, I like the Vikings defense better. Uh, than the Packers' defense. Yep. Um, of course, the Packers have Aaron Rodgers, and you know maybe that's the difference. But right now, the Vikings' offense looking really, really good, uh, and it should be a, a you know, really fun chase here the last eight weeks of the season. All right, Sage, well, thank you for coming in. Uh, it's great to have you actually in our studios, and I know that uh, we put you up against the whiteboard to explain some Gary Kubiak offense. Yeah, we're so going to put that out on Twitter soon. Yeah, I got three plays. I write 15-week, I write past 15-week X read Z comeback, and I write past 15-week X burner, my favorites installed on the whiteboard in there, and and you can see those uh, online right on the score north dot com when they whenever once, they get those once, things up yeah, at once some Seth point edits here. out all of your mistakes yeah so, yeah yes. yeah so you know give it uh <laughs> maybe give it 24 hours or something like that but uh that was a lot of fun and I, i'd like to maybe do a little bit more of that stuff and we see those plays on sunday legitimately and they're, oh, yeah. they're great reads for kirk cousins and he's executing them and and the lines really executing that run game and the fullback is making the quarterback better i'm and that's, trying to get them to give us feature the fullback shirts 
That yeah, I like wear. that. That's like the uh, for the brand or whatever, the punning yes. situation. And you know who's McAfee. on tomorrow? Is Lorenzo Neal's going to come on. Oh, really? Yes, the actual Lorenzo wow. Neal is coming on tomorrow with me and Alex Boone. And one, of the all, one of the all-timers. Yes. Yeah, he's going to have some great A stories. A necrol hero. Yes. All right, Sage. Well, great stuff. Uh, I look forward to more discussion of Matt Moore and uh, his great journeyman-ness on Wednesday when we get together again, and we'll dive deep into Vikings and Chiefs. So thanks for coming in, and uh, we'll return with Chad Graham to talk a little bit more about the latest from J. Ron Curse, who talked in the locker room today. We'll be right back. You're listening to Purple Daily here on Score North. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy 5 or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn 5 times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.